Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. Senate committee will now hear from Jacob Lawson, Climate ISS Chief Coordinator. May the record reflect that he was nearly one hour late. Yeah, sorry about that. I literally had to fly in from outer space. Thanks to a system of satellites, natural disasters have become a thing of the past. We can control our weather. Mr. President. One of our thermospheric satellites malfunctioned over Afghanistan. So your proposal is what? We shut down all satellites. I don't need to remind all of you how many people died from catastrophic climate conditions. Make sure there's no further incidents. Are you going back up to space? I'm coming back. I promise. Have a safe trip, sir. Just don't touch anything. Main engine started. Mr. Jake Lawson. The Jake Lawson? You look much older than I would have thought. I, I mean, you, you look good. Am I getting fired? My access has been blocked. So satellite has a bad calm, that happens. Not a satellite. All of them. This wasn't a malfunction. It was intentional. There's potential for catastrophic weather events on a global scale. A geostorm. We have to shut the system down. The only one who has the kill codes is the president. I need your help. You're soliciting a secret service agent. Seriously? We're kidnapping the president in a self-driving cab. Jake, if you can't stop it, no one can. Kidnap the president. I've stolen state secrets. Yeah, anything I'm forgetting, honey? Honey. Hold on! Are you? Yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Geostorm! Every- <laughs> Wait. Everything I learned from, from movies. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Geostorm. Geostorm. Thank you for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed that trailer. That was 90% of the movie. It really was. Well, there's our synopsis. Yeah. Oh, did you know Ed Harris is in this movie? That's about it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, I do feel like knowing Ed Harris is in a movie is a spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but first. Oh, we are too sober for this. Indeed. Luckily, we have the means to the ends. What do you got there to drink, sweetie? Tears. <laughs> My sweet salty tears. In honor of Geostorm, a fabulously crafted, will age beautifully with time movie. I brought a fabulously crafted, on par with this movie beverage, Hurricane Category 5 High Gravity. Ooh. That looks like a wonderful 25-ounce can. This is a 25-ounce can. You get an extra ounce, because they go the extra step. 8.1% by volume. Quote, the big one. And is that some sort of ale or a lager? Malt liquor. Oh! (laughs) What a shock. Category 5 is the most powerful hurricane. Hurricane's high gravity brings you an equally bold experience. Is Category 5 the highest? Yes. It's the fifth finger of God. It's the highest we have on record right now. So God isn't the six finger man? Not yet. Although, the way we're headed... Geostorm! Geostorm! Why is that not open yet? (laughs) Oh, my top! Oh, oh my... Does oh my ounce. god, it smells like liquor. Yeah. <laughs> just take a whiff off that can. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that smells... I feel like if we just kind of hover over this over the show, we'll... uh <laughs> we'll be the, effe- the effects will be done. You know that like whiff you get off of vodka? <laughs> you know when you open a can of paint thinner? <laughs> Alrighty, so I just poured me a drink. It smells kind of bubblegummy when you get it out of the can. Uh, yeah, this is a crystal clear beverage, as it should be. What's clouding it? <laughs> Aside from my judgment. <laughs> it's super highly carbonated. Lots of tiny bubbles. Foamy white head. Jesus, Steve just took a swig from the can. He's a brave man. You know what? I think it probably helps that this is uh, fresh out of the fridge and a balmy 35 oh. degrees. It's actually not it that bad. It's quite smooth. It almost... Yeah. You know what it tastes like? What does it taste like? It kind of tastes like double bubble. Okay. Like a multi double bubble. It's kind of bubble gummy, don't you? Are you getting that? Um, I don't do bubble gum. Um, You've had bubble gum flavored things. Decades ago. <laughs> it's mm, yeah, it does taste like chalk and rubber to me, sweetie. I don't know. <laughs> it smells like the deforestation of the rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> Geostorm! Oh, Geostorm. So yeah, Hurricane, It's it'll get you drunk! Right? Um, Let's keep it cold. Let's drink this while it's cold, get super shitty, and then we'll drink our second beer. So, Steve, we were briefly discussing before we turned the mic on, and we had to, we had to even pause it. What if this was a Geode storm? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were like, okay, Geostorm, that means like world storm right like I still geo don't. We, is like the geography is like study of the earth or something I don't know. like that i watched this movie and i still don't know what a geostorm is except for it's bad like a worldwide <laughs> storm imagine a twinkie <laughs> <laughs> this twinkie represents a category five from the movie twister the storm we're about to experience is a twinkie roughly the size of gerard butler's ego and bank account combined dear god that's a big twinkie. <laughs> anyway. 
Doesn't make Hashtag sense. Ghostbusters. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't have to. Who gives a shit? Speaking of not making sense, Geostorm. Geostorm. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen this movie twice now, and I've seen the ending three times. Not <laughs> sure I fully understand it still, but I do like it. We're here to break it down. This has one of the most satisfying endings. <laughs> it really does. All right. <laughs> Tell me this doesn't have a super satisfying ending. Uh, we'll get there. Are um, you not satisfied? From director Dean Devlin. <laughs> Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked, sweetie. He's a producer by trade. You may know him as the guy who produces all of the Roland Emmerich movies, of which yeah. this doesn't re- this doesn't resemble at all. What if Roland Emmerich had directed Geo's? I think he kind of did. What? Uh, but technically, Dean Devlin did. Uh, 16 episodes of the TV show Leverage. Ooh. Uh, this. Six episodes of The Librarians. Oh. And uh, he's the one that directed Bad Samaritan, which was premiering when Ooh, we were at uh, SVCC. Yes, which we did not watch, but friend and repeat offender on this podcast, Katie, has. Yeah. And she said it was quite good. we got to hunt that down. Yeah, but based on all that, it, it's really weird, though, because I don't think a hurricane's involved in that. <laughs> I, oh. mean, I mean, Doctor Who's involved, so who knows? Could be time travel and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. One is the Doctor but... Who's. The tenth Doctor, question mark? It's David Tennant. I I I can't <laughs> pretend to be a Hoover. Let us in, nerds. <laughs> anyway, I, Stork knows. Stork, tell us. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, he also produced movies like you know Stargate, Independence Day, uh, and Eight Legged Freaks. Yeah, you know classics. So all gold. All solid gold. Solid gold. Yeah, uh, and the movie stars, of course. <laughs> Patron saint of the podcast, Jerry Butler. Oh, he's definitely going on our Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Gerard Butler is... Mount uh, Podmore? (laughs) And, of course, his uh, doppelganger slash twin brother, Jim Sturgis, as his brother Max. Okay, so this movie has a ridiculous (laughs) premise. Most unbelievable part of the movie is that those two are brothers separated by, like, five years. True. Yeah, that... If they were father and son, it would have made more sense. And I realize, in real life, the actors are only, like, ten years apart. But still... One looks like he's just graduated high school, and the other looks as though he's been working in a diamond mine hurting bees. <laughs> uh, and again, also starring Ed Harris as Secretary Leonard Deckham and President Andy Garcia. Woo! I would salute that president. <laughs> <laughs> Along with uh, Talitha Bateman, Abby Cornish, Richard Schiff, and of course, the real star of this movie. <laughs> Zazzy Beats! <laughs> Good old DJ Zazzy Beats. She so she ho- plays one character, right? Not giving a fuck? Yeah, Sassy Blackchick. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what Zazzy Beats means in like... Is that what it translates in, to? In like British nomenclature. By the way, I'm not gonna lie. I like her character, but much yeah. like Keanu, I'm pretty sure... <gasps> you okay, babe? Their movie, a movie is coming with Zazzy Beats and Keanu Reeves. No. Oh, what's going to happen? You want to know what I found out this morning? Keanu Reeves had to go back into his coffin for his thousand-year slumber? No. <laughs> but speaking of astronauts and Zazzy Beats, what? there is a movie coming out starring Natalie Portman, oh. who is married to character played by Dan Stevens. Okay. But she is an astronaut. Uh, Natalie Portman's an astronaut okay. who has an affair with fellow astronauts John Hamm and Zazie Beetz. Oh. Are you in? She Wait, she has an affair with both of them? Both of them. Oh, I'm sold. Sold. Yeah, right? Sold. 
Classy Sold. pictures. Anyway, <laughs> coming soon, everybody. I'm so glad that these fine actresses are taking these tough roles that really forward <laughs> the progression of women in film. It's not, not tough. It's hard roles. Uh. <laughs> Geostorm! Geostorm! <laughs> it's a storm of uh, quartz and geodes falling from the sky. Oh god, there's obsidian on the horizon! Run! <laughs> uh, so this we... is decomposed granite. It's only the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with sandstone. Then it becomes igneous rock. <laughs> <laughs> layers and layers of sediments. <laughs> <laughs> so we get backstory from... Uh, Talitha Bateman's character, uh, Jerry Butler's daughter. By the way, like why 12? is this movie open and closed by a fucking kid? Because children are the future. No, robots are the future. Kids have been around for thousands of years. Fun fact. <laughs> yes, every every single one of us used to be a kid. Mm. Your parents used to be kids. There's some babies out there listening to this that are like, I haven't been a kid yet. You know what? Your parents made kids. Like, at home. I'm confused what your argument is <laughs> kids are not the future robots are <laughs> yeah because your parents haven't made robots yet Wait, well i guess is, technically was, my that dad your, did. was that your argument I, <laughs> yes yeah, did your parents build a robot you talk in circles sweetie <laughs> <laughs> i keep this podcast alive po- new poll next week <laughs> okay literally frame one of geostorm 15 minutes in you're welcome <laughs> yeah so so the daughter is telling us that in uh, two, 2019, uh, the weather starts going to shit, and all the Category 8s and whatever. Mm, that extreme seems like they're weather. stretching that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, way in the future of 2019. They're just talking about things like uh, 2 million people died in a heat wave in Madrid, and I'm like, that's a, that's a lot. That must have been one hot heat wave. <laughs> right? <laughs> they Damn. couldn't go to the, the, the suburbs next door? Or, yeah, get they away all just that? ran into the ocean while on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, 17 countries, including uh, U.S. and China, come together, and they make this incredible network of satellites that basically control the weather. They've realized Cobra Commander's vision of a weather <laughs> dominator, and they finally completed it with the help Cobra! of... Cobra! <laughs> They I call it the Dutch boy. <laughs> Dutch boy. Oh, what do you call it that, Commander? My reasons are my own. <laughs> yeah, so they call it Dutch boy after the wonderful story of the Dutch boy who stuck his finger in a dike and didn't get pressed charges upon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait. I'm pretty sure no. it's illegal to no. just stick your finger. No, put it put it in the dike and save the city. That doesn't like it eventually just crumble all over anyway. Well, it keeps getting lots and lots of holes, so he uses all his fingers and all his ho- toes until I'm pretty sure until the the until tradesmen Geostorm. come and fix it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He saves the town because the ta- the people of the town were too bit too lazy to get off their asses. Oh, okay. So so they call it Dutch Boy because it's going to solve the problem until we figure out how to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. No, we're just sticking our finger in a dike. <laughs> Uh, so we uh, we start with a courtroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Butler, as he, in our, our our intro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, as Butler you heard, Jerry Butler shows up late. Opens up as an asshole. They're just like, "You were late." And he's like, "Yeah, I had to come from friggin' space." And it's like, just call, just be like, "Hey, the shuttle's running late." Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they, they should be tracking it. Let's face it. Um, in this universe where there's a weather dominator, isn't the guy who runs cars. and operates and is in charge of everything to do with said weather dominator basically the most popular and strongest individual in the world? He should be. He should be like, it's it's Elon Musk. Everybody, he yeah. should be a household name. Yeah, uh, even more than Elon Musk. Elon yeah. Musk isn't the guy who's, I don't know, making it so I live every day. He will be. He's building that weather yeah, he's dominator. Get, he's, he's getting there. Why but... do you think they built that huge facility out in Nevada? My God. They said it was batteries. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> during the courtroom airing, he's having a pissing contest with a fucking senator played by Richard Schiff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 black and forth. Uh, his brother, uh, quote unquote, is there uh, basically telling him, hey, calm down, blah, blah, blah. Don't be a dick. Uh, whatever. Dude Pissing hang. contest is over uh, when Jerry whips his dick out in court. And no, <laughs> I guess not. Did he do it in real? No, no, I, must just, I think I just imagined <laughs> that just part. You just fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just had fantasies about it. Well, that was in the director's cut. Um, <laughs> and then he's talking with his brother afterwards, and brother's like, hey, I got promoted. I'm in charge of the Dutch Boy program. Oh, that's great, bro. We'll be working together. Ooh, about that. Not so much. <laughs> about that. I gotta fire your ass now because you're an asshole. I traded what? your ass for my cash. <laughs> uh, so then we fast forward to, uh, I think it was three years later? Yes. Yeah, three years later, um, there's like a mili- military team. They're in the middle of Afghanistan. And then they f- walk into some snow. Oh, okay, that's weird. You know, Afghanistan has nope. a lot of different microclimates and stuff like that. Not usually that drastic. <laughs> this one's incredibly drastic because oh. the entire village is turned into... They're driving along and they mention it's 120 degrees outside. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, everything's flash frozen. Yeah. Including the people. Yeah, like an entire village was dipped in liquid nitrogen or something. Yeah. Like, all the people are frozen completely through because they shatter mm-hmm. upon touch. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh shit, something's wrong. It's gotta be Dutch Boy. Dun 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 Because nobody else would have a weather dominator. Yeah, <laughs> right. Nobody else would have control of the weather dominator. <gasps> what Man. if that's the sequel? What if the sequel is it wasn't Dutch Boy, it was somebody else all along with, like, a mobile one? It tied in with the uh, Independence Day universe and yeah. that's how the aliens fight back yeah, yeah. but at the white house they're of course getting this information and they're in a meeting you know, president secretary harris uh they're just like oh what are we gonna do i don't know it's, we gotta get this thing back in control we're supposed to be handing it over to the uh, international committee yes yeah, so apparently the americans have been running it from here on out even though they got an international crew to like man it but they're going to hand over the reins to, like, an international committee. Yeah. And uh, the Americans are weird. They're not 100% on board, but they kind of don't have a choice without looking like huge pricks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're all about not looking like huge pricks to uh, other nations. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> so then we go to space. Space! The uh, International Space Station that's running all these satellites. Uh, there's a guy... He's walking around. He's got this cool little, like, it's like a pen that you can, like, flip out and it turns into a flat screen see-through computer or something. It's a pretty sweet little technology thing. I'm sold. I'm in. Uh, But he's walking around. He's walking down a hallway. All of a sudden, oh, it opens (laughs) up into the vacuum of space. He dead. Oh, he's (laughs) dead. Sucked right out. Yeah. And so, uh uh-oh, Dutch Boy's really got some problems now. It's killing people on the land and in space. Who we gonna call? Jake Lawson! Woo! Gerard uh, Butler! 
So, so we go to Jerry Butler's trailer home in Florida. Yeah. Because as the man who saved humanity, that's the only place he could live. Yeah. Uh, where he's making, I, I don't know, an electric V8 engine for his charger in his front yard. Yeah, it also his house is covered in solar panels, because I'm assuming is the fashion at the time. Yeah, he's living off the grid. Yeah. His brother shows up and he's like, ah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it is. Whatever. Brother drama. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we need you in space. Dutch boy's acting up. We think you fucked up. Ah, it wasn't me. I never make a mistake. Never, ever, 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 ever. He's very confident that mm-hmm. uh, it couldn't possibly be any kind of wear or tear or malfunction in the programming, anything like that. He hasn't been near it in three years, but, like, yeah. like obviously everybody can run it just perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but they're pretty angry at each other because, uh, you know, brotherly, like, ah, oh, you had me fired. You had yourself fired because you suck, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, basically Jerry Butler is like, whatever, it's your problem now. Fuck it. I'm just going to work on this car here and uh, hope I don't get flash frozen in Florida. Right. Uh, so then we go to Hong Kong. And this scene was weird because there's a guy just like getting a drink at a convenience store or whatever because it's hot as balls in Hong Kong. It is. It's just hot yeah. and humid some days. Oh, uh, yeah. We were hot. And he- we were overheating in the air-conditioned airport. Yeah, it's pretty warm. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of how it is. It's a tropical climate. Yeah. Uh, but he walks outside. And this is what I never got the the like street started exploding like like it became like it was like a volcano was coming up out of the ground yeah i'm not sure how dutch boy did that yeah and and i'm like trying to think like oh maybe it's like that that heat laser thing that comes in later maybe it was shining directly out but but it wasn't it was just all erupting like from the ground and the ground was melting and sucking buildings into it and then we get this car chase with a freaking smart car through the streets of hong kong (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It was it was very 2012. Like like there was no way he was gonna survive. All the buildings are collapsing around him. They're, <laughs> they're turning the entire city inside out. Uh, but he gets out just fine. Crosses a bridge, whatever. Uh, we found out this guy's important because he works with the satellites. And when that happened, uh, he was looking up the programming and he finds uh, some some something's so, wrong. Someone's hacked. The someone's system. hacked the system. Oh, that's right. I also have written down a uh, torcano. Yeah, because that's what comes out of the ground. It's a goddamn spiraling, fiery, right? lava-filled tornado thing. Yeah. Uh, so then we go back to uh, Jerry Butler and his daughter in the, <laughs> uh, the trailer in Florida, and the daughter's really sad. And Jerry's like, "What's wrong, little girl? You hear what happened in Hong Kong? Yeah, sucks to be them. Anyway, you want to go get some ice cream? No, no, you gotta go to space. All right, I'll go to space." So then Jerry Butler hops on the next flight out, which is, I don't know, 20 minutes later. As I think, okay, the shuttles that, like, leave and go to the space station. Yeah. It, it's, it's, like, maybe a minute of, like, you know, showing off the space station and all that. I might believe it's, like, a five-minute flight from Florida to the International Space Station. Yeah. I mean, we're, they're just going straight up. It's, what, two miles up? <laughs> well, well, if it's directly above, yeah. But yeah. Is it, yeah, they just wait it, till it, till Doesn't it, it, like, orbit? They just, well, but the thing is, like, they're, like, you jump in the shuttle when it's overboard, like, when it's over. So, you know, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, no, your flight's at 9.15. That's when, the, <laughs> you know, it's going to be there at 9.20. Oh, man, you just missed it. Uh, you have Gotta to wait, wait another 20 minutes. Uh, but Jerry Butler goes up to space, and he meets the, the international crew. Uh, there's, and he's a dick to them, too. Yeah, kind of, well, yeah. They're like, we don't need another boss. And instead of being like, no, motherfuckers, I'm the guy who built it, he's just like, well, you got one. Give me your name. Ugh, you're not that important. 
Yeah, there's the the German lady that's kind of running the show. Mm-hmm. There's the British IT guy. There's yeah. uh, Hernandez, the the Mexican jokester. I forgot what his actual yeah, job was. Up I forgot what his is too. Uh, uh, the African <laughs> gal. She um, she kind of a South African accent. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she was structural. The structural engineer. Oh okay. And then there's the like security guy who's. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the little meeting when he's like introducing himself, like, yeah, I'm, I'm security. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Hopefully you can help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of my death here, bro. No. And we get that stupid joke from the trailer where it's like, oh, I thought you were, you were much older than I thought you were. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? He's the guy that built the whole system. You expect him to be like a teenager? Right? It's like, oh no, I built it when I was six. But I look like this now, three years later. <laughs> I built it when I was six, but that was twenty years ago. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I heard on another podcast they brought up a good point. Maybe it's that's kind of their way of playing that the two brothers don't look like they're within an age range of each uh, other. Oh, like maybe that Gerard Butler like looks old for his that, age. That does make sense because they know the the younger brother is their, boss, their boss or whatever, yeah, and they're, they're like, like, oh. You actually can grow facial hair. I I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so, like, maybe that's it, but they don't play it upright. Yeah. Eh, whatever, it's a dumb joke. Like, it, it, like, if that's what it was, it should have been like, wow, you look a lot older than your brother. Like, yeah. a lot older. Yeah, so they get introduced. Mm-hmm. And we get a little bit of sexy talk. <laughs> we get a little brother and his uh, Secret Service girlfriend in bed. They're about to get down. Back Why can't we just get married? That is not the sexy talk. I just want to get married to hey, you. Hey, babe. If you had to take a bullet for either me or the president... Oh, God. I, I forget how it was yeah, worded, well, but it's basically, if you were to get shot, would you do it for the president first or for me? Oh, the president. You bitch! How dare you! I thought I meant something to you! That's my job. Like, but, that's actually, like, my like my full <laughs> job title is girl who takes bullet for president. <laughs> we shortened it to Secret Service. There's a Monica Lewinsky joke in there. I'm not touch, uh... <laughs> Take a Just shot from the it. president. <laughs> not from, I, for. I, from. I really should have checked the prepositions in that document. <laughs> so yeah, this is when the the little brother finds out uh, from his buddy in Hong Kong about the cover-up. Um... <laughs> the only people with the codes are you, me, and the president. <gasps> but he... But the brother needs some more uh, more help on finding out who who actually accessed the system. So he goes to DJ Zazzy Beats. Hacker extraordinaire. She's busy defending the free universe. She doesn't have time to talk to her boss. Yeah, I, whatever. Sassy is sassy. <laughs> but yeah, she basically looks into it and it's like, oh yeah, whoever whoever did this was trying to cover their tracks and they did a pretty good job. Oh well. Keep me in the loop, will ya? It sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I got nothing for you, but now I'm involved. Yeah, so, so the brother's suspicious and he wants to let older brother know. Jerry Butler up mm-hmm. in space. So they have the uh, the Skype room. Yeah, which, by the way, feels really like a really insecure way to take a call. Yeah. I... Like, I need some privacy. I need 365 degree screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a giant fucking movie theater you can talk to anyone on Skype with, and uh, I don't know. It seems like there's there's other ways. You feel like, like it, there might be headsets, a more efficient way? <laughs> headsets, for one. Bluetooth? 
and uh, uh, podcasts even i don't know email yeah stuff like that telegraph <laughs> but up full full spectrum skype calls and uh basically the brother says oh we think someone's someone's gotten to the system and hacked it like yeah it's kind of what i figured up here too uh keep an eye out blah 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 and it, while they're having a skype call it's like everybody who would be involved is listening to that call yeah. right okay well that comes in a little later with their their bro code but bro code you know. Drew butler basically has the idea of all right if we can uh, get some of these some of these pieces from when the hallway opened and the guy got sucked out into space we can check the memory chips and that'll tell us who logged in and yeah so let's go out on the wing and go collect that chip yeah because where you keep microchips is out on the wing no it wasn't on the wing it was like yeah it it was like the wall in there uh yeah i don't know it's weird but so they gotta strap on the spacesuits and go out go out in the i don't know the sail or the fishing net whatever it was caught in um yeah and they and as they're they're grabbing like the the door or the piece of wall or whatever it is, all of a sudden his spacesuit starts acting up and starts trying to blast him out into space, and he's crashing into like the wings and the walls and the solar panels and just hitting everything. And at this point, I'm like, he's dead. His suit has been breached. He is now in the infinite yeah. hole of space. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's he's going to be an icy corpse in seconds because that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, nope. Suits are indestructible. Apparently, I don't know. I assume so. Luckily, before he goes out into the vastness of space, he's able to grab the last little wire to keep him close. Uh, but he did lose the wall thing. So Womp womp. All for naught. So he gets pulled into the space station. Oh, I was able to swipe the chips out of it somehow. Okay. Oh, shit. That's cool. But don't tell anybody. Uh-uh-uh. It's, it's also at this point I've written down who the bad guy in the space station is because it was obvious from the beginning do, yeah. we, do we want to spoil it Nah, let's let them find let's yeah, okay. let them watch the uh, watch it and find out for themselves in the first 10 minutes he's on yeah. screen yeah <laughs> it's a character that has like five lines in the entire movie but every line is like oh shady that's what somebody who's trying to cover his tracks would say <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so little brothers the uh, down in washington dc he's meeting up with his buddy from hong kong who i guess teleported there um after the events in hong kong but uh his buddy is pushed in the street and gets hit by a car no No! and it's obviously some bad guys that drive off obviously in the car and the guy that pushed him they just drive off no 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 further questions your honor no 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 cops around no way chasing him down it's it's a weird little scene overall yeah um so we get another intergalactic skype call uh between the brothers and that's when we get their super secret code. Which... Once I went fishing with my dad, he dropped his reel. It was bad. Yeah. And it's basically like skipping every whatever number of words or whatever is the secret message. And of course the message is something like, uh, proof of sabotage, highest level of government, trust no one, something like that. And <laughs> as we learned from another major podcast, <laughs> that is not the code is. doesn't work. It is if you just cut and cut it together they're just right, but yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, but no, right like code. the code because they talk about it slightly earlier. Like uh, the brother talks about it with Gerard Butler's daughter. Like, oh, we had our own special code, and this is how it works. Oh, and he has to explain it to Zazie Beats. Yeah, because he invites him over to her house for some wine, and that's where we get that hilarious scene with uh, 
her as a Secret Service agent, the gun, and... Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the Secret Service agent, yeah, she just walks into her apartment, hears some commotion and stuff. She kn- She's under suspicion that, you know, there's, like, secret cover-ups and stuff like that, and people well, dying all over the place. Or her secret boyfriend's a high-ranking official, and she's Secret Service. You hear yeah. somebody in your apartment, you're going to assume the worst. Yep. Yeah. So Zazie Beats is getting milk or something and almost she's gets blasted. She, she oh yeah, yeah, right. That's right. That's right. And then the brother's like, "Oh, oh, hey, you're here. Yeah, sorry, I really should have turned on any lights whatsoever or texted you or something." Yeah. Hey, I invited this girl from work over because I kind of need her right now. Oh, <laughs> wait. I mean, um, uh, it's a work thing. You may, it's yeah, a work so you thing. may want to wear that a little differently. <laughs> but by the way. Sh- Secret Service agent, she's a really good girlfriend. She believes a lot of what he says with zero proof. In fact, a lot of proof to the contrary. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, they have a little conversation. They're like, I've written down, who would have known that somebody would turn the weather dominator into a weapon of some what? sort? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so they basically think uh, the U.S., uh, obviously high-ranking officials in the U.S. are behind it. Because they want to keep control of the yeah. On. If it's if it's malfunctioning, then uh, then the U.S. has to like stop and keep working on it. Especially with an international crew, they can blame somebody on the crew, and then it's just not safe in those smaller countries' hands. Yeah. Got to keep it in a major power's hands. Yeah, but to find out who's behind it and get control back of the space station, they have to steal the president's codes while he's in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> and he always takes a shower when he gets on Air Force One. Yep. Because apparently Andy Garcia is a little OCD. A little bit. I mean, mean, if you're going to have an Air Force One with a shower on board, you're taking a shower. Well, he is. I don't know if you are. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, true. (laughs) They may have to redecorate, or, you know, they may have to adjust a few things to make it (laughs) a shower. Maybe maybe some sort of, like, a hot tub for me or something. Yeah, Yeah, you'd look like, yeah, like a hot tub. One one of those, uh... The, the pools that have the jets on the one side, so you, like, swim with it. What are those called? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, resistance uh, pools. The resistance pools. That's it. By the way, I would 100% be down for getting a resistance pool. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> why not? <laughs> By the way, if you just turn off the jets, it's just a pool. It's a tiny pool, though. <laughs> it's a, a very tiny pool. <laughs> it's, it's basically a large bathtub at that point. <laughs> I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. Uh, that's around this time. Go to Tokyo, Japan. Woo! Woo! Remember when we, were, when we were there? Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. They start getting blasted with ice balls. No! That that one basically turned into a geode storm. That was a geode storm. <laughs> oh, God! It's quartz! Run! <laughs> basically, all the, a lot of the satellites in the major cities just start going off. Like, Brazil gets this ridiculous tsunami oh, uh, Jesus. frost wave. I'm not going to lie, my favorite part of that though are the ice birds falling to earth. Yeah, <laughs> they have the birds falling to earth and then we're just following the one lady running through the streets and the alley and stuff and all of a sudden a fucking plane just drops out of nowhere right? and instantly shatters. I did, I'm not going to lie, I did enjoy that part of it. The fact that we're following one person who didn't get smushed, Yeah, uh, that felt ridiculous but like, I, I did enjoy the things falling out of the sky that that gave it more, like, not to be a pun or anything, but it gave it more gravity. Like, it felt a little <laughs> bit more real, as fake as it was. Yeah. 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 And give to admit, the plane was, like, a good touch. It yeah. feels right in that moment. <laughs> it's a ridiculous touch, but it's a good one. But it feels right for that scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you get the birds falling, and they're 
these frozen fucking projectiles. Think about if you've ever dropped like a frozen chicken on your foot, like in grocery shopping or <laughs> oh, something. Oh, my toe! It hurts. Imagine those falling out of the sky at high velocity, and then yeah, this like plane comes flying in. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, but to stop those satellites from destroying the major cities... Gerard uh, Butler has an amazing plan, which I'm actually on board for. Yeah. This is one of the smarter moves <laughs> made by humans in this movie. Yeah. He is going to launch all of the uh, replacement satellites. They all have backups. Uh, and usually what they would do is pull the the original satellite and then launch the backups. The backups are programmed to go exactly where the original satellites are but if they shoot out the backups they're all going to crash into each other yeah yeah and it works it does it takes out the probably like a dozen of those maybe like Mm -hmm. there was only a few towns at that point yeah and then uh little brother down on earth gets an alert on his little pencil ipad like it goes from like 244 scenarios to one scenario where the geostorm's going to centralize. That's right, Geos. Orlando, Florida. Yeah, at the Democratic National Convention, Woo! where the president and half of the senators are at. I don't know. There's a lot of people there, and they have nine, 89 minutes to take care of him. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, wait. I mean, I mean, you know, take care of the situation where the satellites are. Yeah, um, <laughs> gonna fuck some satellites. Wait, what? So, 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 so Gerard Butler has to fuck every satellite. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna try, but there's a lot of satellites up here, and they said I've already ran through half the crew. And then it's a splooge storm. <laughs> it's just dripping from space. It's just some storm. Ah! Oh, I've got pink eye. <laughs> no, it's a little more so, PG than that. <laughs> yeah, right. So little brother is down. Um, at, uh, he flies with the president down to the uh, uh, Democratic National Convention. Um, and he's there with the Secretary of Defense, uh, played by Ed Harris. Uh, what's his name? Deckham. That's right. Deckham. Like that's a lot of those. Uh, but he goes down there, and along the way, he tells the Secretary of Defense that uh, that, that he thinks the president is. Uh, may be involved with what's going he's on the with the satellites. He's the one who has access to all of this. That's right, because... So they need his kill codes. But the president is the code. Two eyes and ten digits. Yeah. At that point, it's like, well, really, the president isn't the code, because if you cut off his hands and poke his eyeballs out, you really don't need the rest of them. So here's my thing. What if the president <laughs> just had a car accident and lost a hand? Yeah. What if the, the president just had a heart attack and died, and his, his family decided to have him cremated? What if he went to the vastness of space and his eyes exploded? Yeah. I mean, what if he spontaneously combusted? Yeah. They have no backup? No backup. No backup plan. No backup. What do they do when another guy gets elected? Nope, it's still President Andy Garcia. <laughs> Andy Garcia. <laughs> Andy Garcia is going to be like, nope, I'm not I'm not shutting it down. I'm, I'm not letting you switch it out. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. Four more years. Four more years. <laughs> And that's how that's, I, that, Andy that, Garcia became president for life. That becomes his campaign promise. Elect me, or else. <laughs> I run space, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can zoom in. I can zero in on your house. You're voting Democratic. <laughs> and then we go back up in space. And the space station is now in self-destruct mode. No! Who, who could possibly do such a thing? The British IT guy. That son of a bitch, Duncan! By the way... Here's a problem that we've had with many movies involving technology. 
the space station has a self-destruct button, but it doesn't have an off button. Yeah, there's no off switch. That's too easy. They they can't just pull the plug. Nope. I feel like... So, like, right now, while we're sitting here, I'm staring at our, our NES, our original Nintendo. <laughs> Power button, but no self-destruct switch. Is that not what the other one is? Oh, no, that's restart. Yeah, that's just restart. This wait, doesn't even have a restart mode! Wait, what's this thing in the back? Uh, oh, that's power, power plug. Cord. Power plug. <laughs> and, this power. O- and this other thing that goes into the TV? That's that's the the the, the audio visual cable. Audio... The coaxial? Yeah, the coaxial. Or, I don't know, the older whatever. one, whatever that's called. <laughs> whatever it is. It's the it's the red, yellow, white, Steve. <laughs> oh. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> don't be stupid, Steve. It's the red, yellow, white. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking so, shitty beer, guys. Yeah, Give us a break. Quick acting, apparently. Yeah, it is. I feel uh, like this went straight to my head. Yeah. So if you want to get fucked up fast, get yourself a hurricane. Yeah, woo. Speaking of getting fucked up, so Jerry Butler and Duncan fight. Yeah. And it's a surprisingly equal fight because apparently Gerard Butler doesn't really want to beat the shit out of him. I don't know. Okay, Gerard Butler is Gerard Butler. Like, he's fucking ripped (laughs) and, like, he's been, like, to hell and back. Have you seen Den of Thieves? He's battled dragons, okay? This is Sparta! Yeah. This other guy is, like, 98-pound British, like, waif. Yeah. What the? Gerard Butler should just snap him in half. One Direction would kick his ass. Right? Caster would kick his ass. Caster would sit on him and break him. But uh, eventually, uh, Duncan does get the gun or whatever, but that's... He shoots a window and eventually gets sucked out in space, which was kind of cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> space, uh, the final revenge. Always served icy cold. Yeah, so the secretary- Absolute zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Secretary of Defense and Little Butler, they're mm-hmm. down at the National Convention, like, all right, let's, uh, let's go wait at... The president's giving a speech now. We'll wait in his green room or whatever. We'll tell him the situation yeah, when he comes back. And we'll try to reason with him and get this uh, Yeah, we'll out. see like how big of a like mad scientist he is. Yeah, and the secretary's like, so did Jake tell you anything else? Uh, mm. Didn't mention Jake told me. He's like, oh shit, I gotta kill you now. And then, oh god, wait, it was Ed Harris the whole time? Oh! Oh! Way, secretary of Defense, deck him? I just realized we said we weren't going to say it was the British IT guy, and then we totally said it was Oh, British totally. IT. Whatever. They'll figure it out. <laughs> so, sweetie, would they be listening to this if they were actually going to watch Geostorm? You know what? Knowing our people, they already have. Yeah. So they know. Yeah. Stork forced Peacock to watch it long ago. So. <laughs> False. So uh, Little Butler meets up with his uh, Secret Service girlfriend and basically says, all right, we got to get the president and get him out of here. Like, all right, uh, get us a way out of here. I got an idea. We need to kidnap the president. Yeah. Because it's Ed Harris. It was Ed Harris the whole time. We should have known when it was Ed Harris. When we elected him in as Secretary of Defense, we should have known. Oh, shit, we just elected Ed Harris. But we didn't. So can you create a diversion? Because we got to kidnap the president. Gunman, gunman, get the president out of here. Me point yeah. alpha. And along the way, she basically backhands somebody and takes the president hostage, and they yeah, get. And she's in that just like, "Sorry, president, cab. come with me if you want to live." <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, little butler steals apparently a self-driving car. Yeah, that's what they. By have. the way, this is totally believable in this world, but this is the first time they've mentioned it. This should have come up beforehand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it should have. Meanwhile, the satellites are still going crazy, so there's like tornadoes in Mumbai. 
uh, Orlando's now getting hit with all the like super lightning, lightning storm. storms and stuff as they're trying to get away and being shot at by Ed Harris's people and uh, I assume also Secret Service because they've yeah. taken the president hostage. Because they just can't have the president. And along the way, <laughs> little the way, little Butler, he's like explaining the whole situation, like, oh, you know, you know, the whole time, Secretary Harris is or Secretary Deckham is the one who hired us. He hired us to fail. How? How was that? If he hired the guy that made the system and his brother, who's been running it for the last three or four years, how putting them Steve, in charge to find out what's wrong, hiring he them, to hired fail. them to build it and to be in charge in the first place. Because he knew they were incompetent, and now the little butler is realizing that he is not fit for this job. I don't think he was quite realizing how incompetent he was. Yeah, he was just coming together. By the way, President Andy Garcia is doing a great job keeping calm. Yeah. Like, while this, like, underling who he's spoken to, like, all of ten times... You know, he sees around the office but doesn't really talk to. And his private guard are driving him away in a cab while lightning's going off next to his head and bullets are whizzing by. Yeah. yeah. He's handling it quite well. Yeah, he does pretty well. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, I fucking love Andy Garcia. He's great at playing just like a super confident person. Yeah. I think he is super confident. As he probably should be. Yeah. He's been kicking ass for... 25 years now at least hasn't aged a fucking day untouchables yeah it was like 20 yeah almost 30 years ago yeah yeah he got a little broader in the shoulders and that's about it little uh little salt in the temples does he yeah eh. that yeah. could have been makeup it could have been makeup it's true <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry andy you're just too good looking to be the president we gotta age you up a bit yeah you know the president's gotta be at least 45 you're just not looking it <laughs> Then we go back to uh, Jerry Butler up in space. Spurs. Because there's no off switch to self-destruct, he's got to stay up there and like mm-hmm. reset the system manually. Because that's how they're going to stop it, is they're going to restart the whole system before Geostorm happens. By the way, the countdown's down to like 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah, what'd they do with all the other time? Well, that was when they were trying to kidnap the president. and What was Jerry Butler doing? I, I don't I don't know. Recovering from whoop, from having Duncan beat his ass? I don't know. Right? Uh, so, yeah, so he thinks everybody's evacuated the space station. But wait, the German commander is still there. She's going to help him. She will go down with her ship. There will so, be no white flag above her door. Because she's in love and always will be. I love you. <laughs> You were alive in the 90s. You remember uh, Dido. I know Dido. Yeah. There's a cold I'm wondering why. Anyway, we're done. <laughs> um, <laughs> meanwhile, down on Earth, the self-driving cab drives out, gets lit up by a fucking rocket oh, launcher. Oh, no. It's by not Deco. self-driving anymore. Apparently, Secret, Servant, Secret Service girlfriend hijacked it and, like, is able to drive it. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Whatever. But it gets blasted with a rocket launcher and then immediately after when it Harris is like hey i guess you can swear me in as president now boom president standing behind him and, the, and little butler and secret service lady with a gun and he's like how did you i'm the president of the goddamn united states yeah which apparently means he can teleport fucking great <laughs> but i do i do have a question so basically the self-driving car just looks like a car yeah 
You have a self-driving cab. Let's just pretend you have one. People can just like put into their app like, hey, I'm super drunk. Take me home. Self-driving car takes you home. It works. Let's just pretend that like we've gotten there. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would somebody be able to get into it and be able to drive? I'm super drunk. Self-driving car. Take me home. Never mind. I'm taking the wheel. It's optional. I... Secret Service lady should not You've have seen been demolition able to drive man. It. You know how that all works. Uh, manual mode. Uh. Yep, that was a private car. Yeah. That wasn't a self-driving taxi. Yeah. Then where's the cabbie? I assume <laughs> on the streets. There are significant flaws yeah. with this. I would get drunk and want to drive that car. Yeah. Yeah, and that car should not allow me to do that. It should be like, nah, bitch, you drunk. Yeah, you found a flaw in this movie, sweetie. Congratulations. <laughs> the second biggest flaw in this movie. <laughs> uh, so everything's good on Earth, except mm-hmm. Geostorm's about to happen. So, but we go back to the space station. They, to, they do the hard reboot. And with like a minute left, everything's perfectly fine. Geostorm averted. Yeah. We'll just skip that part. It takes like 10 minutes in the movie, but that's basically what happens. A lot of drama, blah, blah, blah. Um, Except for one thing. Now the station's going to blow up. Self-destruct mode in three, two. Yeah. So so the two of them get into an escape pod just as the entire station blows up. Like, like, literally, I don't think they've closed the door yet. Like, it shows it exploding around them as they're, like, setting foot in the escape Mm -hmm. pod. Yeah. So they're dead. Everybody's sad. Jake Lawson gets... uh, He's going to have a statue in every major city in the world. Whereas his brother is going to be arrested for treason and oh, kidnapping yeah. the president. Oh, yeah. I, I assume he would have been shot on sight. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, wait. Oh, nope. There's there's a piece of rubble from the space station that's flashing light. <laughs> yes. I think it's all going to be all right now. Yeah, so they just land and everybody. Oh no, no, they don't land. They uh, the Hernandez is in another orbiting spaceship that is able to miss all of the space debris that would rip yeah. it asunder. Yeah, uh, save them, take them down to Earth. Everybody's fine. Oh, you forget when they land, isn't the daughter there to greet them? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, everybody's there. Yeah, everybody there was in Orlando because you know Cape. I think I assume they landed in Cape Canaveral, even though. I don't know how they would have landed that specifically. No, no, no. They landed right off the tip. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Right off of America's tip. <laughs> yeah, and uh, by the way, Gerard Butler's going to bang a German commander, right? I assume so. Oh, they're going to bang. I, I assume it was implied. but Yeah. So we cut to six months later, and big bro, little bro, and daughter. They're fishing, they're just fishing. like in the story. Just like in the story. Until they realize fishing is goddamn boring. Except for it's not if you're doing it right, but I think they're boring people. Yeah, so long story short, the space station blew up, the U.S. kept control of the weather dominator. And all the satellites. Roll credits. So Ed Harris got his way. Yep. That's that's the end. Have a good day, everybody. Yeah, (laughs) so the bad guys won. The bad guy got exactly what he wanted. He won. By the way, in the sequel, we find out the president really was behind it all. Totally, totally. <laughs> Andy Garcia gets elected for four more years. In fact, he instate, they love him so much, they instate a role where he gets to stay for like four more years after that. He's going to yeah. stay for like eight years consecutively. And then it goes to like, he comes home, he takes a little shower, he crawls into bed, his wife's half asleep, she throws his arm around him. So, did it work, honey? 
Yes, it did. It did. <laughs> like a charm. It always does. Yeah, I, that might have been the post credit screen. Ah, post credit scene. I didn't uh, stick around for it. <laughs> and then there's a knock at the door. Mr. President, your daughter has been kidnapped. Where is she? Los Angeles. Ah, Escape from L.A. Reboot. Get me, get me, Pliskin. <laughs> okay, Steve. So, Geostorm. <laughs> Sorry, real quick, because you left us on that note. Oh. Who plays the new sta- snake, Pliskin? Oh, Jai Courtney, of course. No. <laughs> False. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I was going to say, does it have to be the Rock? Jerry Butler. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Oh no! It's it's his little brother because he goes to prison for treason, <laughs> and he gets the tattoos yeah. and works out a bunch. And they comes send back him to Cleveland. Beard. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're getting off track here, sweetie. Yes. Would you recommend Geostorm? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Would you recommend Geostorm? I mean, if you're into horrible movies like we are. You know, and I gotta say, yeah, it's ridiculous. I gotta say, I won't lie. The second time I watched this, I watched it at one and a half speed. Yeah, it's the way to watch it. It doesn't lose all that much. It like (laughs) it loses about forty minutes of playtime, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it makes it feel a little bit more sci-fi channel-y because everything's all sped up. But uh, yeah, so yeah, if you're on the fence, watch it at one and a half speed. If but like. The reality is, if you were going to watch this, you've watched it. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. You loved it. Geostorm! <laughs> Indeed. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yeah, we are. And when we come back, we have fun facts. Woo! More beer. Woo! And we answer your questions. What? When everything I learned from movies returns. <laughs> Geostorm! Hey, do you like movies? Hey. Do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might need something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi guys, we interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait, isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we, I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah, where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com. Slash soup complex, but our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. No, it wasn't no. the same. You tried. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? 
because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. And we're back. Woo! Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. I agree. 118%. So good. So many good podcasts. I can't. It just brings so many emotions. Hold those emotions, sweetie. Steve, do you have a beer? I do have a beer. Uh, this one comes from Iron Horse Brewery in Ellensburg, Washington. Oh, never mind. It's a dark smooth ale called Quilter's Irish Death. Yeah, in honor of Gerard Butler. Yeah. Here, pop my top, babe. Oh, baby. Oh, Ooh. my top. Ooh, this one's got a... Uh, a QR code. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, a nice little cap for you the board. You are very wise. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we picked this up on our, uh, excuse me, on our Oregon trip. Yeah. We went to the Costco because we're classy. And the pour. Ooh. Oh, that is a dark beer. I don't know if that's a red, but. <laughs> yeah, it looks, uh, yeah, it looks like a more of a stout. It's yeah. got some nice or ruby highlights. Yeah, say it's like dark ruby color, like looking at it in the light. That is a pretty, pretty beer. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Got some beautiful ruby highlights. It's got a kind of medium khaki-colored head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Steve's gone in for the sip. Actually, it might be like a a Belgian dark or something. It says says it's a dark smooth ale, actually. Quilter's Irish Death. It's not... Yeah, it's got a... The mouthfeels on it. It's a little Belgian. Yeah... 7.8% 7.8% alcohol by volume. Oh, there you go. But yeah, yeah, pretty malt forward. Like, there's a little bit of hops, like, with a little, um, but it's mostly like a, like a little, little chocolatey, a little, little bready, Tastes too. like a dark ale. Yeah. I think with the Irish, we assumed it was going to be a red, but yeah, no, this is a dark ale. Oh, yeah, yeah, it might you be. get a little yeah, bit yeah. raisiny? Uh, yeah, like an English dark or something. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's a little more carbonated than they usually are. So, sweetie, want to hear yeah. some fun facts? Fun. Fun facts, the super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. 
All right, well, I got a few because fairly new movie, so not a lot of. Uh, they haven't bubbled to the surface. <laughs> a lot of people on uh, non-disclosure agreements. Still, I think. <laughs> uh, but Jer- Give it five more years. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Jerry Bruckheimer was brought in to produce at a very late stage uh, because the studio rejected the original cut due to poor reactions from test audiences. Extensive reshoots featuring new material written by Leida Kologridis. Uh, was helmed by Danny Cannon over two weeks for a reported $15 million in reshoots. What did they spend $15 million on? Probably retooling the entire movie. Jesus! From what, from what I understand, like it, it was like months of reshoots. By the way, does the name Danny Cannon sound familiar at all, sweetie? Who's he, Steve? Uh, he's the director of Judge Dredd. <gasps> yeah, the Fuck Sylvester yeah. Stallone one. As well as I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, the sequel to yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, most recently, he's done like ten episodes of uh, Gotham. So. Oh, nice! Yeah, we gotta watch Gotham. Yeah, I know you all hate us. We never watched Gotham. Don't worry, we'll binge them all one day, Indeed. like in a weekend. Sweetie, yes, Steve. The word geostorm is mentioned in this movie once or twice. Any guesses? How many times did they mention it, Steve? Any guesses? Hundred and forty-seven. <laughs> According to this fun fact, mm-hmm. it was 20 times. Only 20 times? 20 times. It felt like so much more. I feel like most of it was by the uh, the computer that was like, Geostorm in eight minutes or something like that. There's a Geostorm coming. Watch out for the Geostorm. It feels like a lot more. Yeah. It's like a happening in the happening. Oh. It feels like it's half of the words in the movie. It is half of the words. It's, it's like a third. Whoever said that was only 40 times or whatever is wrong. It's more than once a minute. <laughs> we also put the word out, sweetie, because we were talking about Geostorm. Yeah, Geostorm! We wanted to know if anybody had questions. Um, and this time we actually posted a question of our own. What? Which apparently really influenced the questions that came in. <laughs> okay. So yesterday I put a post, uh, recording tomorrow, we need your questions to the uh, our wonderful listeners and podcast community out there. For example, if you're friends with Bruce Wayne, do you see him as A, a billionaire playboy, B, a reclusive hermit, C, superhero crime fighter, or D, an eccentric who constantly runs away from female suitors but has a teenage live-in ward? <laughs> What's C? Right? The answer... The, the superhero or No, I'm fighter? sorry, D. It's D. Yeah, it's okay. D. It's D. Sorry, I've been drinking. It's D. <laughs> I don't know letters. Yeah, uh, it, and, and... It's the last one, A lot of the responses I got were like, oh, Bruce Wayne doesn't have friends. Like, by friends, I mean, like, the rich people that show up at his parties. Yeah. And, you know, when he makes appearances What does stuff. the rest of Gotham think of Bruce Wayne? Yeah, yeah. What What's his image in the media? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Is he the uh, reclusive hermit, uh, confirmed bachelor, who uh, yeah. reports to his estate with only young men around? Yeah. Or... Yeah. I don't know. Just an interesting thought. <laughs> uh, but we also <laughs> got a few... up on next week's episode! <laughs> <laughs> but we also got a few other questions. Well, we also have a few other suggestions. Uh, actually, Drew from the Real Fills podcast, he'll be joining what? us next week. Uh, he said... E, a madman who manipulates mutant bats and is often a topic of tangents during podcast recordings. You will hear all of that next week, guys, and it does not disappoint. Spoilers. Spoilers! And Beyond the Panel said, F, a man who trains an army of children to follow in his footsteps. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's not wrong. All right, but we got real questions. <clears throat> uh, Brendan at the What Were They Thinking podcast at WWTT podcast asked, who would you cast as the next Batman? I want a serious answer. Not Nick Cage and shit. LOL, LMAOL, ROFL, Copter. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he really enjoyed that question. <laughs> All right. So if it's not going to be Nicolas Cage, it's not Nick just Cage. fucking bullshit. The question is, what age Batman are we doing? Uh, you know what? We can do young and a little old. Okay. Yeah, because there's young Batman and then there's like old man Batman where mm-hmm. they bring in Terry. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see, for young Batman... Jai Courtney. No! Dwayne the False! Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. We're already using him for Kevin other Hart. stuff. Mm. <laughs> Tyler Perry. <gasps> no! Um, Idris Elba? Idris isn't going to play a guy named Bruce. Why not? By the way, <laughs> a reclusive billionaire who stays in his mansion with teenage children named Bruce. Right. <laughs> Confirmed Bachelor. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. Ugh, I hate to say it, but, like, is the obvious choice Marky Mark? Oh. I don't want it to be, but I feel like that might be the choice. Maybe. Eh, no. No, no, no. <gasps> Ooh, no. Jerry Butler. Jerry Butler can be young and old Batman. No, I got it. Friend of the podcast, Elaine Moosey. Elaine Moosey would be kind of cool. But yeah. he's, but he's going to be Nightwing. Oh, he would be such a good Nightwing. Right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so who plays young Batman? We need somebody like 40s-ish? Are there, are there any good young actors, at, like action hero actors? At Scott Adkins? You don't even know who that is, do you? No, not a clue. <laughs> Going along with the kung fu things. But yeah, you kind of need a big name, and it's like, ooh, Michael King could be old Batman. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Suck a dick, Brendan. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. All right, we got a question from Stork at Besotted Geek. What? Favorite bat suit? Any genre? Comics, TV, movies, etc. My favorite is the one from a comic, actually, and I haven't read that many comics. I really, really like the suit design for uh, Batman Noel. That's the Just one. Describe. Uh, I have the comic. I can show it to you. Or you can describe it since this is an audio podcast. Alright, well, while she's looking for that, um, I'd have to go with... Okay, I, I remember there were the toys in the 90s. I really liked the look of his uh, the, the Arctic outfit that he had that was like white and gray. It, it was like That's the, a good one. the yeah. ice camo stuff or whatever. That was pretty cool looking and I don't know. Alright, we're looking at Noel. Yeah, he's got like... He has ears, but they're kind of small and they're pointy. He's... Like it looks like it's leather. Yeah, it's got like a very leathery look to it, especially like his gloves and stuff. It looks less sculpted than some of the other things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, okay. you can like see the stitching on like his torso and. Yeah, it's a it, yeah, very interesting. I like it. Yeah, it's Batman Noel. Check it out. It's on the cover. Yeah, it's also throughout. Also, very, very, very good Catwoman and a super scary Joker. All right, Brent, the home video hustle, capital H, capital V, capital H, capital oh, T, lowercase oddcast. The almost knee high boots. Oh, super badass. Oh wow, with all those buckles. So many bat buckles. Everyone has a new way to kill somebody. Yeah. All right, Sorry. Uh, but Brent asks, "Who you got in a fight, Batman or the Punisher?" 
Ooh, the Punisher, because Punisher's willing to kill people. That's right. Bat- Batman <laughs> he'll, will. Batman. He'll shoot Batman with a fucking rocket launcher if it's yeah. in a war zone. <laughs> it'll be that. It'll be that scene from Indiana Jones with the guy with the knife <laughs> or the guy with the sword. Sorry, that's really simple. Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb question. <laughs> no, if it's like they don't have any weapons, it's hand to hand. That gets more interesting. But yeah. he didn't say that. He just said Punisher versus Batman. Punisher goes, "Oh, Batman doesn't carry guns." Rocket launcher. Ooh, ooh, that would be a, actually an interesting uh, boxing match. You got Jerry Butler as Batman. Ooh, and you have uh, John Barenthal as the Punisher, the guy from the Marvel yeah. Punisher thing from Walking Dead and all that. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool to watch. Not the other Punisher. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Thomas Jane. There we Thomas go. Thomas Jane versus Gerard Butler, Batman. <laughs> or Ray Stevenson. That'd be kind of cool too. <laughs> I don't know, Batman's pretty smart. He'd probably have some, like, Bat Punisher repellent. And <laughs> Alright, Mike Marlowe at Mikey Geek. Other than the Joker, who's the best or your favorite Bat villain? Ooh. Red Hood. Red Hood is my favorite. Yeah. I Red, love Red Hood. Red Hood. Ooh, Red Hood or Punisher. <laughs> I think it's Red Hood. I think, he, I think he's better trained. I think Red Hood's better trained. He was trained by Batman. And he's willing to kill. Punisher grew up on the streets, but he wasn't didn't grow up on the streets fighting Batman. That's true. That's true. Red Hood Ooh. is the combination of what happens when Batman, the Joker, and Rajah Ghul get thrown in a blender with a Robin, <laughs> with a Robin base. I can dig it. Also, two, I'm unclear. Two Face is pretty cool. Two Face like is good. Yeah, I always really like Two Face. Yeah. Um, I won't lie. Uh, I like Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> so dumb i like that his whole thing is he's trying to bring back his like yeah. mostly dead wife yeah the best of, like the villains where they have that story where it's like they, they have a goal they're doing it for a reason they're not just crazy yeah. or whatever or have control over penguin armies with rockets and shit like and, that i mean it's a given but i i love catwoman Cat especially when good. they I was, play I was thinking Catwoman. especially just, like just michelle pfeiffer style Catwoman, where like she's just like a little bit crazy and is like i love you yeah just a little bit but i really like shiny things too so see ya and pain is love i have to say my favorite bat villain is the board of directors at wayne enterprises they're always up in his shit they are always in his shits (laughs) they're really the only thing that can stop batman so the stockholders bruce we got it here bruce we're cutting your play fund no (laughs) you can't do that what what voice is that nothing i i have a cold um i don't know where that came from oh here we are we have the oh my god Hypotheticast at hypotheticast.com, like hypothetical podcast. Oh, okay. okay. Just, not, uh, like hy- not like hypothermia? No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, if you had to spend a day with Batman, where would you take him, and how would you deflect deflect the press? Hmm. It's really more a question of where has Batman taken us, because he's the goddamn billionaire playboy right? with jets and shit. Like, right? Like, come on, Bruce, let's go to Iceland. I don't know. Yeah! No, he wouldn't be Bruce. He'd be Batman. He's asking Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bruce. I don't know who Bruce is. Yeah, okay. Uh, Batman, where, where, where are we going to, bro? I thought we could go downtown and fight some crime. Maybe beat up some mobsters. Or strip club. <laughs> I've got one. Just shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Just shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Just shake that ass. Just shake that ass, bitch. 
Is it wrong? My very, <laughs> very first thought was, where would you take Batman? I'm like, ooh, we gotta take him to Casper's Hot Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we go to Elevation 66 Brewing, you know, probably yeah. get some... Get a couple beers. A couple appetizers. And people are like, oh my god, is that Batman? We're like, nah, she's a dude dresses up like Batman. It's not that cool. That's how you deflect the press. It's just like, nah, <laughs> That's how you deflect the sh- press, like, no, 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 it's some make-a-wish thing. Yeah, like... <laughs> Hey, hey, Batman, I'm just going to pour some deer urine on you and everybody's just going to think that you're a homeless guy, so. <laughs> oh, thanks. I brought my own. Bat I, urine. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to do it right now. I was just going to say later when we're outside and there's more people. But, hey, you know what? Uh, whatever. I'm just you going to make sure you. I didn't spill in my beer. Right. <laughs> I feel like Batman eats meat. He's not a vegetarian. Oh, no. He's got to eat meat. Yeah. No, I mean, like, look at that bod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get that P90X bod from being vegan. No, sorry, vegans. You get a different bod. You get the uh, noodle arms. Okay. Noodle arms. You get the noodle arm guy out in front of your local car dealership? or Yeah, those used to be vegans, Steve. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. It's our episode about Geostorm and Batman and noodle arms. And, uh, of course, you can... Keep following us on the social medias and Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. We have some great episodes coming up in August. Yeah, with we do. Animal Horror Month. Yeah, shh. Secrets for Animal Horror Month. Secrets? Secrets. Keep it secret. They can find out when it happens. We, we don't want to tell them that many wonderful podcasts and other special guests will be joining yeah. us. No, no. They already know about Drew at Real Feels. I feel like that's the biggest enough spoiler alert. But, we shouldn't have even told them that. But what about potential interviews shh. and... All right, fine. I'll keep it secret. If they want to find out, they can follow us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You should totally subscribe to the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram so you can find out about all our secret, super secret, awesome guests. You know, I might be willing to tell people if they go to our Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com and make a purchase. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, uh, so if you go to untidyvenus, that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I have a whole bunch of movie monsters who love kittens art. I got Pokemon art on there. I drew every single American dog breed because I hate myself, but also I love you guys. And it's all available in one big breed poster. All of them. They're all, all there. All of them are breeding? All of them are there. Wow. Yes, your dog breed is on there. No, it doesn't look like your dog. Sorry, I haven't seen your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. My uh, my lips on our secrets might also be loose if you happen to go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash EILF movies and, you know, make a, make a tiny donation towards hold the up, Hold up, hold up, hold up. People pay you, your lips will get loose? Yeah. That's the way it works? That's how it works. God, I've been doing it wrong all these years. (laughs) I know. And here you are. Usually it's my lips that are loose. (laughs) All right, well, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Geostorm! Geostorm!